Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining me. This is the Reset Your Groove podcast show. Thank you for tuning in. This is your host and creator, Candace Frazier. I am a certified master transformation and alignment coach. I am a writer. I am also a Air Force veteran certified medical assistant. But the biggest part of my story is how I've overcome fear, how I've overcome the adversity of childhood abuse and trauma. And despite being a two-time suicide survivor, how I have implemented a holistic and alternative health approach to not only overcome my health struggles, but to overcome my fear, to overcome the belief system that was driving the suicidal behaviors and thoughts over the course of my life. So I am someone who is dedicated to helping people understand not only themselves and become more in alignment with speaking their authentic truth, but teaching the importance of the sensuality of your self-care and self-love to allow you to maintain wellness in your mind and body and soul so that you can live a fuller life. So what is Reset Your Group podcast? Well, we dive in how you can master your mind, honor your body, and come to a place of release and let go and find your flow. I teach you how you can step into your wellness and create balanced bliss and enjoy the freedom to, like I said, be authentically you, mind, body, and soul. I share tips on how you can overcome those limiting self-beliefs, that nasty negative self-talk, even ways to overcome addiction and codependency and um, past struggles with trauma. Throughout the course of my shows, I share with you how my own radical approach to self-love has helped me tremendously on my complex journey from illness to wellness just by teaching me how to tap into my mind-body connection. So go ahead, listen in, get comfy, grab a cup of tea or coffee. I would suggest tea because it's healthier, but hey, who am I? I'm just a health coach over here. Um, but I want to empower you so that you can use your daily self-care as your health care so that you can truly step in alignment with yourself and kick illness to the curb, kick those limitations to the curb, and really find the tools that you need to rig it to win it. So as a creative, passionate soul, what I am here to show you is that anything is possible, but we've got to be in alignment with an empowered mindset. And fear really does get in the way of that. Now, <clears throat> it's, it's, not a, it's not like a secret that we all would like to be fearless. But how many of us actually know how to get to that place of being fearless? And again, the key word there is being fearless. So if it's a way of being and ways of being can be shifted... How do we find the awareness to know how to shift out of that place point of living in panic and fear and lack and worry? <clears throat> well, we have to ask ourselves the right questions. First, what do you believe is even possible? Like, do you believe that everything is possible or do you have a mindset of why bother trying because I'm just going to fail anyway? Nothing ever works out for me. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. That only happens for other people. That's, that's not for me. And then even deeper on the fear. What do I fear losing if I were to gain everything I desire? 
That's a real deep, juicy one. <clears throat> we'll dive into that here in a moment. <clears throat> but first, let's ask ourselves the question of <clears throat> what is ecology? What does that mean? So one of the things that I learned through my course of <clears throat> becoming a transformational coach was that a lot of the experiences that I was literally living were being created by what I was believing to be true about myself. So there's the paradigm again, and you're here across all my shows. Our belief creates our experience, and then our experience then confirms said belief. So in order to shift our experiences, it's shifting the beliefs. So how do we do that? <laughs> That's what we'll get into in this, this, um, this session. So I wanted to share with you a poem because as you guys know, I'm a creator and I love to take the inspiration of words and run with it. And today, facing fears, rejection is protection. What's the positive intention? This is where I created the poem called Love Me Fear. And here it is. Stand tall and be clear. Rejection is nothing to fear. Fear is a simple reminder to face everything and rise. Lean in with gratitude. Seek positive intention. Move forward filled with appreciation. Embraced by the magic of positive attitude, awareness that rejection is divine protection and fear is to remind us what is dear. And another quote that I had wrote, I believe almost a year ago now, uh, I was out on a hike and I was, you know, in my head evaluating my belief system and my ecology and what was driving my behaviors. Like what, 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 what was I thinking to be true about myself? And, and what is fear? If fear, the acronym of face everything and rise or false evidence appearing real. So then let me take that a step deeper. What, what, what would fear be in a positive intention? Well, I believe, and this is my quote, Fear is the way to your greatness. Fear is the fuel to ignite your internal fire that energizes you to accomplish your greatest desire. <clears throat> Let me read that again, <laughs> just in case you didn't hear me. Fear is the way to your greatness. Fear is the fuel to ignite your internal fire that energizes you to accomplish your greatest desire. That's what the positive intention of fear is. Reminding us what's important. Giving us that internal fire and energy to push us into accomplishing that which we desire. But see, here's the funny part. And that's, that's great and dandy and all rainbows and butterflies and sunshine and unicorns. But the reality is many of us really do struggle with finding the courage to make changes. And... That, again, that, that lies in our ecology. So if you were someone at an early age that learned that to do something new results in pain, do you think you're going to want to keep trying to do new things as an adult? Oh, hell no. You're going to run the other way anytime something new comes up. You're already fighting against the basic ecology of the brain, the, the three brains, um, what we call the crater brain or the monkey mind, or I like to call the ego, it likes to run the show and it likes to know what's going to happen at every moment. It does not like change, unfamiliar, uncertain. 
Thank you for coming back and joining me on this part of the episode. I apologize for the the blip and the delay. I had a phone call come through and I record my podcast from my phone because, well, that's the beauty of some of these applications. You can record them from your phone or whatnot. But I had a call come through and it disrupted and stopped the recording. So we were talking about the three brains and how does that work? What's the critter brain? Well, the critter brain does not like change. Anything that gets coded as unfamiliar, safe, risky, not sure if I'm going to be able to keep intact my my top three basic needs, which is love, safety, and belonging, then I'm going to run the other way. So like I said, if change for you as a child resulted in a painful experience you're not going to be real keen on trying new things you're you're going to um experience what we call unconscious reasons that you would can that you would want to continue to experience the same patterns over and over again kind of like what we consider this as gaining the weight back falling in love with someone that's unavailable or if you're an entrepreneur and you're you know networking you find people and then you never hear from them again these are unconscious patterns that are running that we have no idea sometimes that are running how do we get the idea that they're running well this is where we ask the right questions like does the idea of achieving your goals excite you or make you fearful and even dread to even consider the possibility that you might get what you want now if you're feeling dreadful, then that would tell me that your ecology that's in place has some vitally important reason why what your belief is, is the way it is. Because that belief is keeping your love, safety, and belonging intact. So for instance, when we talk about um, achieving goals, um, causing fear or dread. So for instance, say you are building a business and you want to build that business because you have a passion for serving others. But then layer it a little bit deeper, you know, you want that financial freedom and security and that, that time freedom lifestyle that we all hear so much about. But your underlying ecology or belief could be creating you to feel like, well, okay, for instance, if I have this success, then my family's going to suffer because I'm not going to be able to have that freedom that I desire. So while you may desire that ultimate success you're probably not going to want to move into it. You're going to subconsciously sabotage that success because if you were to have success, then that means what you held near and dear to you, you were going to lose that sense of love, safety, and belonging of your family. No one would want to do that. It's the same concept when you're fighting losing weight. If you're trying to lose weight and your friends aren't, the closer you get to your goals and the more they stay where they're at, they're actually going to, with their ecology, going to want to pull you back and your ecology is fighting too because it's like, wait, I don't want to lose my sense of safety and belonging and love from my friends. Well, I'm going to sabotage and eat this whole cheesecake because then that makes me feel like I'm with them, that I haven't pulled away from them, that we're, we're like, we're not different. So Again, keep that ecology intact, that love, safety, and belonging, and that's where that operates from. So that's why um, it's really important for us to understand why some people at some levels choose to have a given experience, even the ones that seem to be most dysfunctional or even dangerous. And for me, 
Um, as you guys know, I'm a domestic violence survivor. And over the course of my life, I've been in a few of them, sadly. But how wonderful, because the contrast of what I don't want and what I do want was provided in each one of those experiences. Each one of those experiences I can now reflect back on and be like, oh, there's that pattern. I see it now. I see where the ecology came into play. I was believing that I wasn't lovable, that I wasn't good enough, that I didn't deserve, that if someone showed me just the right amount of love in the right way, then, okay, well, that's good enough. They love me this way, even though they don't do X, Y, and Z, and I don't feel safe or loved or belonging. But there was some underlying ecology of familiarity with the abuse because of the dysfunction that I had grown up in my childhood. So my belief created experiences, and those experiences confirmed beliefs, and I kept setting out to find more experiences to confirm said belief. Because... Every time I would leave and try to start a new pattern or a new groove, I would only be able to accomplish so much because at some point I would be at a space of, oh my goodness, I'm terrified. I don't, I don't know what this feels like. This is unfamiliar to me. I don't know if I can survive this. I think I'm going to go back to the chaos and drama that I was in because, well, at least I know what I'm getting served up there. Out here is so unfamiliar. So... When we look at that awareness, then we have that awareness that those vitally important reasons, those those were belief systems about what I needed in order to keep my sense of love, safety, and belonging intact, even if it was dysfunctional, because I didn't have the awareness I have now. So I was running in a groove that I had no way of knowing how to get out of, because again, I didn't know what questions to ask myself. So... Are you someone that feels like it's not even worth it to attempt new things because you struggle with being consistent and always fall short of your goals anyway? This again comes back to in order for us to get what we want, that desired state of feeling and being, we must make sure that it is safe for us ecology-wise, meaning it's not going to threaten our love, safety, and belonging in order for us to get what we want. So with that awareness... We have to have that in order to realize to make this change stick, we've got to know that our ecology is going to be safe, that our love, safety, and belonging are not going to be threatened. Otherwise, there's no way in hell we're going to start a new diet, a new exercise program, or even start talking to ourselves differently because why would we? It's unknown. It's uncertain. We don't know if we can survive that. So we're going to live in that state of fear And allow that to protect us and stay in that energy of safety. So there are many different ways for us to kind of spiral in and out of the ecology and the belief systems in transformational coaching. And that's what I do. I, in sessions sit with my clients and we talk about their ecology and we unpack their belief system. And like a big puzzle, we dump it out on the table and we start putting together the pieces of the puzzle and where the edges are frayed, which is what I would call the the disempowering beliefs or the negative self-talk, we use these transformational coaching to kind of smooth out those edges so that you can then move into a more empowered belief space. So 
Again, if this is you or someone you know that's struggling with this, guess what? I have great news. It's not you driving the struggle bus. It's your brain and how it is wired. And guess what? What got wired together and firing together that was incorrect can also be rewired and fired together in a more empowering groove or track, like I like to say. Just want you guys to know that you're perfect. Your brain is just doing what it's designed to do, which is keep you safe. It's keeping your ecology in point. That love, safety, and belonging, anything that threatens it becomes this potential annihilation sequence and the brain doesn't want to let it play. So it shuts it down. And fear is how it shuts down that ability to get into that groove to move into change. Because if you're living in a state of fear, guess what? You're staying safe, you're playing small, you're not moving forward, and you're allowing that sense, that ecology, to run the show, to stay in that pattern. So this is where a new awareness comes in of like, what is fear and rejection coming to tell us? What's the positive intention? So like I said before, fear has a positive intention to remind us of what's important to us. And so if we think of it that way, we can now look at rejection as the bumper pads of life that are redirecting us on our journey and keeping us moving towards our highest good. Now, with that awareness, you can now begin to see that everything is happening for you, for you, for you, for you, for you, never to you. And that allows you to step into being a conscious and fearless creator of the experiences that you do desire. Now, again, this isn't something that is done on your own. I tried. (laughs) I tried and tried and I failed and I failed some more. But the feedback I got from my failure was, it's okay to try, but don't give up. Keep moving forward. And so to be fearless in the face of adversity takes courage. And courage is in all of us. It is something that we can access that we can tap into. But if we have the psychology in place, that's going to keep us stuck. But with the magic of transformational coaching, which is where I come in, I can help you heal those thought patterns and beliefs that are keeping you stuck so that you then can easily shift your habits and behaviors at a deeper level where it's wired and fired. What we'll do is we seek the root cause of your struggles and uncover the self-sabotage programming in the brain. Remember that ecology? That's what that ecology check is. We will resource or source and re-imprint those beliefs. So transformational coaching, I want you to think of it as a system upgrade for your brain's operating system. This approach will actually get rid of the fear-based joy-stealing viruses and replace them with courage, confidence, consistency, and the change that you desire without fear that keeps you immobilized. Now, you're still going to feel the fear a wee bit, but I want you to be curious about it and ask it, what are you trying to tell me? And then remember that fear's positive intention is to remind us what's important to us. So, If you're moving into a new job or a new relationship or a new workout program, 
or a new way of eating, you're going to have a little bit of fear because it's unfamiliar. But I want you to lean into that and remind yourself that it's all happening for you, for your soul's growth. We don't grow in comfort zone. Do you think that that seed planted in the dark is all comfy under there? Oh, heck no, it is not, but it continues to grow. It continues to seek the light, and that's what I want you to do. In the face of trauma, let me tell you, I had some really dark days, and I couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel but I kept holding on. There was something inside me, something in my soul that kept me fighting. And I know now as I sit here that that part of my soul kept me fighting so I could deliver this message to someone else that may be struggling, that thought nothing was possible, that didn't believe that they could overcome. I once was there too. I once thought I couldn't overcome the things I was dealing with and I wanted to give up as well. But I just want to encourage you to hold on. Let me tell you, the biggest components that moved my illnesses of depression and anxiety and PTSD was my self-care and my self-love. What does that mean? I loved myself enough to care for myself in a way that showed my inner being that I loved her, that she was important to me. And that meant nourishing her body with healthy foods Nourishing her mind with empowering, positive self-talk. Nourishing my soul with connection to others and giving back in a way that lit up my soul. And that's why I'm on this podcast. This is me giving back. This lights up my soul, y'all. I love to share this information, this knowledge. That's why I'm a Life Skills skills Literacy Ambassador for um, Global um, parenting, uh, parenting 2.0. It's a global company that shares the knowledge of life skills, various life skills, because without awareness, how we expect ourselves to have competency is kind of ironic to me, but it is what it is. So with that knowledge, just know that I, I know how complex and confusing being in that struggle bus is, but just know that It is possible to stop veering off into the ditches and running yourself into the curbs. But it takes awareness. It takes raising that competency level. And that is what the small shifts at the core of transformational coaching is about. Because when we make those small shifts of how we view the world around us, that's how we begin to create change and have successful transformations. It really does allow you to transform those old limiting beliefs so that you then can create space and freedom to be you and soar fearlessly. And then one of the other biggest pieces of this too is the awareness of, you know, there's, we call them the four agreements and one of them is to not take anything personal. So I want you to embrace rejection, love it, own it, kiss it, Make best friends with it. (laughs) Because why? Well, my darlings, rejection is divine protection. It is not being done to you. It is being repelled from you to protect you. Not to punish you. That was my biggest thing. I used to always think, why is this always happening to me? Why don't I get to be happy? Why does everybody else get to have and I don't? Pretty deep, right? 
hindsight, I can look back now and those things that I wanted weren't meant for me at that moment in time because it wasn't part of my journey at that moment. But that didn't mean that I wasn't capable or deserving of feeling loved, safe, and belonging. What it meant was I needed to start with self and give it to myself first and stop seeking it in people, places, things, foods, drinks, drugs, whatever it was that I was doing to avoid loving me by giving that power to others. That was allowing me to stay safe in that ecology that I had operated from my entire life because my belief system was so broken, so impaired, the groove and track that I was running on that had fired and wired was very disempowering. And I sit here before you now on this podcast, an empowered empress who has peace in my heart and soul. I'm full of self-love and self-respect And curiosity now is my main um, ride or die in everything because I, I operate from a place of curiosity of why, not in a way of why is this happening to me, but why is this happening for me? What is this fear trying to show me? And I would encourage you too to know that sometimes some of the fears that we have And this is what we talked about in our Sweet Nine podcast on episode 17, Overcoming Entrepreneurial Fears. Um, There are nine different fears that we can face, but we can overcome them. And I'll read them off real quick. Fear of change, fear of failure, fear of money, fear of balancing work and family, fear of not knowing enough. That was one of mine. Fear of not being accepted. Oh, that's a deep one. Fear of success. Do you know there's actually a thing called fear of success? And that would be because if we have success, again, like I said at the beginning of the show, what do we, what do we fear we're going to lose that's near and dear to us? And then we have fear of taking risks and the even bigger one, fear of saying no. That, that's a really big one because sometimes if we're operating from a paradigm of a belief system that if I say no to someone that that's going to affect my sense of love, safety, and belonging and make them feel in a way that makes me feel bad, then I'm not going to say no, even if it's dangerous. And that was me in unhealthy relationships. You can imagine the things that I said yes to that I really meant no to, but I was so terrified to say no and set boundaries that I allowed people to step all over my boundaries. And so just... Just know that fears can be overcome. It's a matter of finding the imprint, that groove, and the awareness of what's driving it so that we can shift out of it. So if you are someone or you know someone that is struggling with trauma, domestic violence, addictions, um, PTSD, whether it's complex or just plain old PTSD because there's many levels of PTSD. Someone that's wanting to learn to trust their intuition and feel safe again. Um, Or if you're someone that's struggling with self-harm, suicidal ideations or thoughts, eating disorders, autoimmune illnesses, fibromyalgia, the chronic fatigue and pain that comes with that, and or anxiety or depression. 
And then the deeper ones, the, like I said, the addictions to substances, sex, pornography, unhealthy relationships. This is where transformational coaching comes in and really allows you to get the right system, the right support, and the right accountability that will help you transform your health, mind, body, and soul. And it's not a, a sit and beat the horse to death about what the problem is. It's seeking what the positive intention is because where focus goes, energy flows. And I am not about focusing on negative energy. I've lived 48 years almost because I'm going to be 48 and, um, here soon. Um, so I've lived a lot of that and I'm done. You know, I, I want, I want a new groove and that's what reset your groove is. It is me on my journey, sharing what I've learned and knowing that deep down there is truly a way to feel whole again. In my relentless pursuit of my own healing, I not only discovered that I have a passion and gift for empowering others to help them heal, grow, and be successful as they find a way back to a version of them that makes them radiant and peaceful inside and out, but that I also had a passion for um, showing people that everything is happening for us, not to us, that we're conscious creators, that there are no victims in life unless you choose to be. Because you're not choosing it out of a choice, you're choosing it out of ecology and lack of awareness, lack of competency. So please stop beating yourself up for what you don't know. It's okay to not know everything. And it's okay to not be okay being okay. (laughs) But I do encourage you to be curious about how can I stop this program, this pattern, this groove, and make it a new one. One that makes me feel better about me. One that gets rid of the fear. That allows me to step into owning rejection and seeing it as divine protection. So if this is you, reach out to me. You can reach me across social media on Wellness with Candace on Instagram and Facebook. And you can email me at resetyourgroove at gmail.com. And you can reach out to me via phone, 916-542-9853. And all of my contact information is in the copy down below. And if you're interested in getting any of the handouts that I share, let me know, reach out, and I will send you a free PDF file and get you well on your way towards resetting your groove so that you can live that empowered life and step into alignment with yourself and empower yourself to use your daily self-care as your health care and really truly love you from a place of empowered and enriching experiences. With that, this is Candace Frazier signing off. Thank you so much for taking moments out of your day to listen into this. If you have questions, I would love to hear from you. If you're someone that is looking to improve your eating habits, gain more energy, and tired of battling that scale, let's talk. I know I can help you reset that groove. But I can't do it if you don't reach out. I look forward to hearing from you. Y'all have an awesome day, and I hope to hear from you soon. Thank you.